So you, you're good? What is it? What is it? What is it? A gastropub, sometimes referred to as a gastro lounge in the United States or a gastro bar, is a hybrid pub, bar, and restaurant notable for serving alcoholic drinks and food. Let's start the show. So, have you ever heard of the term re- revenge bedtime procrastination? No, dubs, I have not. What is that? It is when people who don't have much control of their daytime life refuse to go to sleep early in order to regain some sense of freedom during late night hours. I am a, like adjacent to that. Like, I love that feeling of everybody in the world is asleep. Even though really just everybody in your time zone probably is asleep. Yeah, just your time zone. Because like, the the, another, around the world, they're waking up. Yeah. It's like 1230. And you're like, oh, yeah, I wanted to do that thing. Let me just do that for three hours. And then it's four o'clock and you're going to bed. But like that late night, you're the only person in the world awake type feeling. Like your neighbors are sleeping. Your roommates, your, the people you live with are sleeping. The last time I felt that. Hmm. Two very distinct times I felt that. Yeah. One, I was walking a bridge in Belgium. Wow. Uh, <laughs> this is beautiful. Walking a bridge in Belgium. Set the bar so high, <laughs> and I will come in so low underneath it when I tell you my time. <laughs> it was in 2010, walking a bridge in Belgium, and my friend and I, my uh, staff, I was there with staff, and staff and I sat on the edge of the bridge and there was no fucking safety it was, granted it was like an old stone medieval style bridge it's yeah. not like it was super high yeah but like the water was pitch black but there was no sounds in the city because it was like a uh, smaller town yeah and there was just street lights on and it was just like surprisingly a good amount of sky and uh him and i were just hanging out we were just talking life just being bros just yeah. thrown out <laughs> I, after we like hit up all the bars in the area i think it was like two in the morning and we were just you know, just recouping after having a night of Belgian beer all night, which if yeah. you've ever done that yeah. all night <laughs> is a problem. <laughs> Side note, we didn't know that until yeah. we we did that. Until and you tried to wake up the next morning. <laughs> no, that first night, that first day we were in Belgium, our hostel for that night was above a bar. Mm. So we checked in and they're like, oh, hey, you get like a voucher for a drink. And then if you guys want, you get like a discount. I, I believe it was a discount if you drink here. Like yeah. you get like two euros off or a euro yeah. off each drink. Yeah. And my friend just came from France. So Steph and I were like, fuck yeah. Like we just had, we were just chowing down bottles because they were like <laughs> bottles of wine. Because in France, they're like two, two euros a piece. <laughs> and it's like fantastic wine. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So we go downstairs and it's like early. It's like dinner time. It's like five o'clock. And we're just like, let's load them up. Let's just start oh, having some God. beers. <laughs> and we're just drinking some beers. We had some snacky poos, just drinks and snacky poos. And we didn't realize until I think it was the fourth drink in, the fourth beer, that I turned to him and I said, yo, are you, 
are you fucked up? Because I feel <laughs> fucking blasted right now. What's happening? And he was like, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it too. Like something's, something's up. We didn't eat a lot, I think. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I guess so. And uh, I think the bartender heard us and she, cause she said, uh, you guys all right? You boys okay? We were like, yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Just, uh, just really feeling it today. You know, I think we need to get some food. And she was like, well, you guys had like four or five. And we were like, that's not that much. You know, we, we had like, we were going through like a bottle of peace in France. She was like, oh, but this is all Belgian beer. And I, and I didn't know. So I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, the past four beers you've had are all like over 15% alcohol. <laughs> You're eight deep, bro. Yeah. And I was just like, what? And it was like the Twilight Zone of like, it all made sense, but it was oh, all like, no. Yeah, exactly. I was like losing control at the same time as I realized my mistake. And I was like, oh my God, I, we just had like five or six beers. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, fuck. And yeah, so anyways, so that was one day later that night, way later that so night, I'd like just the, the world's, the city's asleep and you're just hanging out on a bridge. Just him and I just, yeah, two, that's romantic. two yanks in like a right? real way. Not like, Oh, you and your buddy. That's so romantic. <laughs> but like that, like pure, like romance. That's why that moment was like, so, that's like a, a, from a novel. That's why it's so <laughs> profound. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were talking about that moment too. Cause we knew about that. We were like, dude, what is happening right now? Yeah. Like. It's two o'clock in the morning in fucking Belgium. And here we are. <laughs> like, what the fuck? We're on this bridge. How old is this fucking bridge? Where in Belgium were you? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Bruges? No, we didn't hit Bruges. We didn't hit Bruges. It was um, it was on the way to Amsterdam. Yeah. Anyway, I just and, wanted anyways, to know if it was in Bruges because the movie. Oh, in the movie. That's a great movie. I love that movie. Yeah. That's such a good movie. Check out in Bruges if you haven't seen it. Yes. And then uh, the other time... It was with one of my friends that unfortunately I'm not friends with uh, anymore, but her and I were hanging out, and this is going to be much more like your level. Okay. But this- <laughs> okay. Just, nope. Let's just plow past that. No, no, no. <laughs> it's going to be much more like like realistic level that I think a lot of people have had. But it was just, I, I'm pretty sure it was just in the parking lot of a Dunkin' Donuts. Just hanging. It was like... So you're talking about like late night hangs. It was like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, but it was one of those dead quiet, small town vibes. The place is asleep. There's no light pollution. You're like you're just seeing mm. everything and just hanging out and you're just like having a connection with somebody. You mind? I want, I'm thinking in a... I, we're not on the same page, I think is what the... <laughs> it's not that you set the bar well, higher. You're, you set your bar on a different well, rack. Here's the thing. If I'm up that late... That's the only reason why. Because okay. I don't usually stay up late to do stuff by myself, like play video games or something. No, no, not even, so. not even me. Like I, uh, I, a while ago, actually, here, here's a two in one, <laughs> like five days ago. Yes. I was like, man, I still need, I still need those cables from my uh, computer to this monitor that I have, and the monitor does uh, 120 hertz, but it's an old monitor, so it doesn't have a display port. So I need a dual link DVI, which like who still has those? Turns out Amazon nine bucks. Check the description to make sure it can do 1080 at at least 120 hertz, and it can. So I needed one of those. I needed also for that monitor, it has an HDMI cable and it's my second monitor. And when I work from home, I have my laptop and I'll use both monitors. So I need a U- uh, HDMI to USB-C cable so I can plug that into my laptop because the HDMI cable on my laptop is already taken by that first monitor. Right. So you do so do all that. Okay. And then I needed, I finally wanted to check to see if webcams have come down in price. By the way, they are. If you've been waiting to buy a webcam because they're stupid expensive in 2020. They're, they're at Costco for like 50 bucks. 2021 now, baby. I got like a the Logitech C90X Pro or whatever. The 
uh, it was like 120 all year and now it's 80 so i'm like okay well, cool finally hey. time to buy that so like five nights ago i realized all this at like one in the morning when i'm watching star wars rebels because i finished clone wars which mm-hmm. was amazing but i watch it and i'm like oh yeah so i just like took some time and ordered some stuff on amazon i'm like this is great i don't know if i could have gotten that done in the day because i'm so busy every every day but it's like it's when it's bedtime we're only busy from like breakfast time to bedtime and then like after that there's no expectations for you i think is that's the thing oh that's a very nobody good point. expects that's, anything that's from you after point. bedtime yeah. Yeah, so bedtime is just for you you can do whatever you want yeah. so i do like not chores but then like so and then last night i was up late and i got all these things the two cables and the webcam it was like one in the morning i'm like oh yeah let me go watch TV in my office and set these up. So I was like literally putting more pieces to my computer together at like one in the morning. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I don't do those things. What? Anything you just said. I'm, uh, that's not my late night stuff. Well, like, do you, like, I don't know. I feel like it's always like divulgent. It's like, uh, like things that would normally be a waste of time. Like if you got out of work and... Yes. You made dinner and then you had like two, three hours before it was time to go to bed. And you spent all that time reading the entire Wikipedia article for like the history of the NES. Star City. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's like, that's a waste of time. But when everybody's asleep, that's totally fine. Nobody knows you're doing it. But like, I would just do that anyways. That's different for me. Okay. Or maybe I'm just okay. too busy. Like I maybe would, that's because like I so like and today's a perfect example. Today was a fucking shit show of a day for me. But <laughs> regardless, I was I had a, I had like five minutes of free time where I had I was like walking to heat my food and bring it back, and I was free. <laughs> yeah. And in that time, I called Harbor Freight Ugh. and I said, "Do you have this specific toolbox that I'm looking for in mm-hmm. stock? This is the SKU number." And the guy said, "We have one left." And I said. Can I like pay for it now and just pick it up? Because I know that's not an option on the website. He goes, I'll just put it in my office and just, if you get here before seven, it's yours. Dude, this is Harbor Freight. (laughs) Yeah, that's what he said. He said, I'll put it in my office. You walk in. You're the only person who knows that. It's yours. If you don't show up at seven and we close, it's not yours. It goes back out on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, gotcha. I'll be there. Cool, dude. I had that time and I planned it and then I left work and then I got it and then I came home and I was super fucking busy doing shit. And, and then now here we are. So here's the thing. Like, I I don't know if you remember how busy my life used to be. Oh yeah. It used to be nonstop. Yeah. Chopped out that commute time though. I'm talking even back when I was doing like martial arts twice a week, Mm. hockey on the other side of the state gym, five, six days a week. You put too much on your plate. But uh, yes, I 100% did for way too long and I burned out hard. But uh, on the flip side of that, I know what that gear feels like of Mm. you have a lot of shit to get done. So let's fucking get it done. Just go. And it's just you become very much like a a, a creature of of tasks of I'm doing this thing. Got to do it. it, Next thing. Next thing. Next thing. Move on to the next next? thing. Got to do it. That's done. What's next? That's done. I don't have time for pleasantries or for for chit chats. Or for Darth Sidious Wikipedia pages. 
Right, right. So, uh, and I mean, I, I guess that's because. So that's why I don't relate to that because that kind of stuff I just do. I just get it. I just you do now. I just do it. Yeah. I mean, because when I if I wanted to read it, I would just read it. I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I guess that's the difference because I guess you're busier than me now when it comes to doing stuff throughout the day. Um. So I think that's probably what it is. Yeah. I mean, also, I find a lot of magic in those moments, though. It's it's. There's always a gift and a curse to it because sleep is so important and my body yes. loves sleeping. Oh, it's so good. And when I get restful night's sleep, my body feels legit five years younger, ten <laughs> years younger. It's insane when I get a good night's rest. But, dude, I wouldn't trade that in for the moments I had of late night walks from downtown, like downtown Montreal back to my friend's apartment. Mm-hmm. And we're chatting as we're like, trying to sober up because it's 4 30 in the morning oh yeah and I, weirdly the time that made me think of that was in toronto so like down the street not actually but it's very far away but um yeah uh yeah just late nights in canada okay we've been to three bars we're done but now we have to walk 19 blocks back to the apartment yeah and that's the thing that we always have is um like my friend hates paying for taxis or ubers mm-hmm so he's always just fuck it. We're walking. Yeah. Like one time, I I remember I remember this, and if he uh, he doesn't listen to this podcast, but if he did, he would laugh. It was like my last night at one of my visits, and I was leaving the next day, mm-hmm. and we said we'll just have one pint, and then we'll just call it a night. Mm-hmm. So we go across the street, we grab a pint, we have a pint of Guinness, we finish it, and then we go. All right, cool. It's a beautiful night. It's summer. It's a perfect night out. It's like kind of cool, but it's it, it, like, it's just, it's so alive. The city's so alive with just like sensations yeah. of just smells and sights and sounds and yep. shit like that. And it's a fucking, I think it was Sunday. I think it was like Saturday or no, it was a fucking Sunday because the bar was pretty dead. It was a Sunday <laughs> and we are like a 45 minute walk away from downtown, AKA like the main strip yeah, where everybody goes like, uh, like Catherine and all this other shit in crescent street and he goes let's walk and get jamo shots let's let's go get jameson on the way no down oh. to, let's go to embassy and and get shots and i said why don't we just get shots here and he goes no fuck this place and i said all right do you want to like i'll pay for the uber he goes no fuck it we're gonna walk it's, it's nice out and i said you want us to walk 45 minutes <laughs> to get a shot and then come back and he goes yeah yeah i go Fuck yeah, let's do it. So then we're like, that's like four miles. But then, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that night turned into a fucking night because we show up. It's just him and I. We get shots of Jameson. We get another round because fuck it, why not? And then like some of his friends show up that I uh, that I know. It's like, hey, what's going on? Oh, he's leaving tomorrow. Hey, let's have a round. Next thing you know, we're fucking wasted. Yeah. And we're walking back 45 minutes and I'm going, you're an asshole. I'm leaving tomorrow early. You know this. You're working tomorrow. Why are you like this? <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. But like God, I miss going to bars. That exact situation, including the pissed off part. I miss so hard. <laughs> See, I don't miss going to bars. I miss seeing my friends and going to bars. Yeah, I miss going to gastropubs. <laughs> um, I miss like going out like, hey, do you want to like a uh, perfect example, main pub in Manchester. 
Yes. When I lived in Manchester, it's not a great place, but they have wings and they have fried pickles and they have beer and they have shots and they have all this stuff. And like just like doing nothing. I have no plans tonight. Let's go to main pub and let's just hang out. We'll invite some people. If they show up, great. If not, cool. I have at least one person. We're just hanging out. And then like sometimes we would just walk back home because I was that close to it. And uh, it was great. I miss that so much. Yeah. No, I, I really miss seeing my friends. Yeah. But excuse me i think for me the 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 late night stuff has to be tied to a, a human connection mm. has to, for me it has to be tied because without that it's almost like the oppressiveness of the quiet of the night I love overtakes it oppress me baby <laughs> yeah yeah that, like that oh, you like that shit by the quietness <laughs> it's so it's i i do completely get what you're saying and i love that and i have a lot of value in that like that late night just like you and this friend or small group of friends or whatever and it's kind of like you're alone and you're it's like it's just the connection like yes it's not you and your friend it's like the connection between you and your friends is what exists that night but in my situation it's like i'm it's like I'm Will Smith and I am legend. Like I could do whatever I want. That's not great. I love it. That's a the bad solitude situation part to of be in. You can't tell me you watched I am legend and you were like, I mean, sometimes that would be cool. He took the time to move all the cars on the highway out of the way so he can just rip it up and down the highway and there's never any traffic. That was based off of the measles vaccine, I think, right? Or some kind of... Th- no, not a vaccine. Are you talking about the actual pandemic? The actual I'm- pandemic in I Am Legend was about... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was about... looking into this metaphor from the wrong No, lens. no, no, no. I'm just trying to think of... Uh, like, I think it was a mutated measles vaccine that they used to attack cancer. I think it was. Something like that. And it went nuts. And then vampires. Like, vampires I wouldn't want zombies. that. I wouldn't want that type of environment. No, I'm, I wouldn't either. But there's bits of it where you're like, okay, that's that's kind of nice. Not having to deal with people. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, there's the problem is, is that like the basics of society driving on the road, keeping the speed limit, staying out of the passing lane, like common, like using your fucking blinker. Common <laughs> sense didn't have to shit. Deal with that. Yeah. He didn't have to use his blinker. But common sense shit is so difficult to maintain a standard of, not because it's difficult, but because you're asking a lot out of, out of a large portion of the population. You're asking for awareness. You're asking for consideration. You're asking for a level of of knowledge and and just yeah, it's just self awareness of oneself in space and time. Yeah, and a lot of people can't do it because they're too busy with their own shit. Yeah, like if everybody had full bellies and bills paid and was going to therapy, I think there'd be no traffic on the roads. <laughs> really, one hundred percent. I think there'd be no traffic on the roads. There might be traffic once in a while. I guarantee you it would be a rare occurrence compared to every day at five or every day at three or and look at that, a surprise, another accident on 91 or 84. Like, I think it would be super rare if everybody had bills paid, full tummies, and was going to therapy. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised at the amount of of just level understanding and compassion for oneself and others in space and time. Damn. I'm not saying I disagree with you, <laughs> but you are in a tangent mood today. <laughs> I had a day, okay? I had a fucking day today. 
today was rough so yes i had is this just gonna be the i am legend episode where we break down every single aspect of i am legend no 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 philosophical discussion about each aspect of the movie well no because we have something else we want to talk about we have something else we got to do a spoiler of do so Uh, should we save that for like the end have that be the last topic for those who haven't seen it oh we could could. just end the episode i thought you wanted to just like dive right in uh, well, and get deep on this shit. Sure, I guess this will be the. Or do you want? Is there something else you want to talk about before well, we get into it? Well, we have a new president, <gasps> and it feels kind of nice. <laughs> do we? We do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you. I had you a day. That? I had a day, Chris. <laughs> did I you have a day yesterday? Day. No, it was today. I had a day. All right, it wiped out a lot of memories. It wiped out yesterday. <laughs> That's a bummer day to wipe out. Lots um, of lots we, of happy news, we, lots of cool we, moments, lots of memes. We do have a new president. That is yeah. correct. Yes. New president. Is it just me or does like it, it feels like a weight lifted off my shoulders? Which I wasn't expecting. I was just like, okay, changing of the guard. Let's see how I this works. I don't feel that. Did you watch any of the inauguration stuff? I was working. Like his speech or anything? You didn't watch it later? I was working. Check out the speech, dude. It's just <sighs> it's real good. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, did you see those executive orders? Sixty <laughs> six. Executive order sixty six. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, ugh, I have, I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's kind of like the whole twenty twenty one thing versus yeah. twenty twenty. Just, it's gonna be better. It's just. Is it though? I think it's the, well, like. Well, I will say the clock striking midnight on 2021 is like, no, that didn't mean <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's literally right. just a new calendar page. I, and I then mean, January 5th was like, yeah, I'll prove it to you too. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel, I feel better. I feel good, but it's just, it's not a weight lifted, which is maybe, maybe that's why I'm feeling this is because I wish it was a weight. I think you should have really divulged and like just watched that. Because I specifically formed my day Wednesday to have, like, busy work during the entire inauguration ceremonies so I could have it up the whole time. And I was, like, doing things with my hands. I couldn't do that. Yeah, exactly. Your job doesn't allow for that. But you should, like, go back and watch it. Because, like, it's it's important stuff. And I know we don't talk about politics, but we've just kind of been shitting all over that rule recently because it's been so relevant and so, like, worth talking about. I mean, this like I'm not shitting on anything. I just I'm just thinking it's it's cool. It's good. Good news. Finally, the problem I have with it is history repeats itself. Yes. Right. And if you look back on our existence on this planet, Mm -hmm. right, and just look at what we went through and the cyclical nature of presidencies. Are you talking about humans or us? Humans. Oh, no, us. You and I. Dubs and Chris Krause. Yes. Chris Krause and Dubs, time on this planet. Look at the presidencies that we went through and the cyclical nature of of alternative options that keep coming. Sure, up, yeah. Right? The zigzag, the rubber band. Yeah, it's kind of just like I don't feel the relief because I know it's going to snap back. Yep. And it's just it's hard to feel joy about the progress when the progress is so incre- is so minimal. It's a tug of war. It's, it's exactly it's not even that's a good point it's not even really progress it's tug of war like and, and I, i'm glad i've been i've been seeing this i know you're not on social media but i'm glad i've been seeing this on social media where a lot of people have been saying especially because of mlk day we just had yeah here in the states martin luther king a lot of people were saying hey just in case you didn't realize this this just happened 
There's a lot of people alive right now that were alive during all of that. Yeah. You know that, right? Like, here's a picture of some people screaming about, like, like segregation and stuff like that. Here's Bernie Sanders. Right. Just, <laughs> and guess what? They're still alive. Yeah. You know that, yeah, exactly. right? Like This isn't, like, history. This history. isn't ancient. And somebody made a good point. Somebody said it is a purpose... It is a purposeful move to show pictures of that era in black and white instead of color mm. because it gives you the impression that we're over and it's in the past because it's so far away. We solved this. It is not. Yeah. It is like 60 years old. It yeah. is not that far away. Yeah. People of that generation are in our world and in our like lives now. And still fighting for those same things like, which yeah. aren't done and like, still struggling. And that's the thing. It's just that goes back to my point. Like is it a is that progress? It is totally progress. But like it's really I guess I guess just dep- depressing is the only word that comes to mind, but I think yeah. of <laughs> I think of the of just the world with with progress made of what it would be like, but I know it's not going to be attainable because of this resistance to it. Mm. because of like i pointed out with uh rcr on youtube the modernism and postmodernism issue with our country yeah like we talked about this in the car ride up for doing our thing yep um uh in the summer where it's just the the clash of mindsets of a modern uh modernist and a postmodern mindset just can't exist yeah but this country has from 60 years ago the generations of people in this country that were raised on a on a on a modernist like like structure of how the world works mm-hmm. clashing with the postmodern yeah and that's going to keep happening and that's why i keep saying like 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 there's the clawing effect of like digging deeper and mm-hmm. I'm not going to let go yeah. because people don't want to let it's people who want to keep control of something. Mm-hmm. And the only way they can have control of their existence is through that lens because they won't let go to see through a different lens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, like they're giving themselves a bad trip, man. They're not just letting go and going <laughs> yeah. with the fucking flow. Jeez. That's a good metaphor, but it's but true. They're also, they're ruining our trip. That's by the problem. Having a bad trip. And that's the problem. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's just, it's, 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 it sounds so stupid to say just like you just got to get high, man. No, you just need to let go and just accept the fact that there's another lens that you can look through. Yeah, but they don't want to because that's the only construct they have of seeing and experiencing their own reality. Yeah, and that's just super frustrating because all of that on this large scale level, if we just put it down to the granular level of we have a new president, it's just that is the same thing that's going to happen now for the next four years and then it's going to clash again and explode again and turn into like oh look it's 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 what's his fucking name one of the sons of donald trump ah, like <laughs> eric trump is gonna run for president oh look at this he's he's getting all the votes like it's gonna go back into this this clash again mm. because of because of that existence of that of that clash of yeah. modernism and postmodernism. And that's why it's hard for me to be like, yay, new president, things are different. Yes, they are different. Yes, there's progress. Yes, I personally think that it's a better a better situation for America right now. Yeah. But it's hard for me to be like, yay, because I think of all the things I just said the second I think of that. Yeah. And it just bums me out and I just go, I'm just going to have sparkling water. <laughs> just like fucking... Welcome to our comedy show. Yeah. Hey. 
And that's where it is. No, okay. yeah, I mean, I agree. The, that being said, we're in a better spot than we were in two days ago. So, progress. Yeah, you know, it, it's also just... I'm uh, pretty sure we're going to be in a better, better spot a year from now than we are in today. I do. I mean, and I, I did see a statement he said, what Biden said, which I think I do agree with, where he said, we are behind the eight ball oh, on yeah. our response. And that was by design. Like, and we need to do better because that's our... That's the purpose of government in this situation mm-hmm. is to try to is to, to have a heavy hand in in this process of, of taking care of the citizens and we need to do this and yeah. and it's our job to get right to action and to get to work and I'm glad that 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 it's happening it's just um yeah it's just <laughs> I just I just don't understand. I don't understand the conflict. Does that make any sense? What like do you mean? I, I understand, I understand combat. Okay. I understand human combat, and and I don't mean just like oh I know martial arts. No, <laughs> I mean I get the idea. But of, you do. I do right. But I understand <laughs> the primal nature of wanting to fight. Sure. Yeah. I get it. I get the thrill of it. I get the suspense of it. I get the the whole. The whole experience, the roller coaster of it, the anxiety of it, the explosion of emotion over it. I mm. get it. I get it. I truly do. I truly do. But I don't understand why. I, I just don't understand the the desire for for conflict, which is different than combat. Combat is is open is an open fight. Yeah. Right. Combat is me walking over there and shoving you. Like that's open combat. Yeah. Conflict is me shit talking you until it leads to combat. Yeah. I don't know why there's a sudden desire for the past, I want to say, six years, mm-hmm. four to six years, where it's been such a hunger for, for, for that conflict. Yeah. Like, there's no need for it. There really, there really isn't a need for it. And I think the main thing, if I have to think about it in a big picture, is that money has to be involved in some level. Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. Because, you know, cream. So, I get it. But I don't understand why that's it's such a base fallback for so many people nowadays because i feel like it's been magnified where people see conflict whether it's it could be super simple as like just wanting to be triggering to somebody yeah like oh i can't wait to push this liberal person's buttons like i'm gonna vice versa i'm gonna do this thing or like oh look at my hat doesn't this piss you off or like uh, this or or somebody's like, oh, I'm going to make fun of, of Donald Trump by calling him orange or some stupid the, shit. Like, the best example I could see is when you see, like, on the corner of a street, there's, like, a Trump rally happening or something like that. They don't happen anymore. But um, when they would be happening when he was running for re-election and things like that, I saw it all the time. And I live in uh, a very, very liberal part of Massachusetts, which is a very liberal state. Um, right. And... Uh, I was like driving around and the person in front of me just laid on the horn the whole way. Cause they were like yelling things and they were like yelling stuff at cars and like vote for Trump, vote for Trump. And then they just and drove past them just to like piss him off. And that person is like, I'm going to piss these people off. And then those people are like, I'm going to go piss off some people who live in this super liberal town. Yeah. And it's like that you're just, you're feeding into it. They're feeding back into what you want. Like, you're just, you both want to yell at each other. That's my, exactly. It's like, yeah. it's this conflict. It, it's the same conflict you get that's as simple as any customer service role. 
Yeah. But that's even easier to understand because in a customer service role, you understand that somebody's upset about something. Yeah. Oh, you paid for a product that failed. Hey, you paid for an experience that was not up to expectations or standards that was set. Like, that's that makes more sense oh, in, yeah. in a CS role. That's understandable. Yeah. Like, I can't understand the desire to seek conflict or try to... The lack of avoidance to conflict is something... Somebody was, I already saw it on social media. Somebody called it the hashtag Biden virus and said, Corona deaths. <laughs> it said like COVID deaths day one for Biden is like 4,500. COVID deaths day one for Trump, zero. And yeah. it was like <laughs> Trump's yeah. first day in office versus Biden's first day in office. Yeah. And it's just, I mean. It, was it, that serious? You said it, that to me and it, I could not tell if it was. It could have been very sarcastic. Yeah. But it could have been very fucking serious. Someone will take it seriously. Somebody will take it seriously. Regardless of whether or not that person meant it. Regardless. But that's the th- like, but any rational person with an education would understand the situational oh, differences. Oh, don't say that. You're, you're giving the country too much credit. <laughs> this goes back to if everybody was in therapy, had full bellies and paid bills, yeah, I man. think there'd be less of the seek for conflict. Yeah. I just don't understand what's driving it. And it's just, it's so tiring for people to be going through it. Like the country. Like I'm super fucking tired of it. Yeah. It's just like... I don't I don't give a shit. Like I remember I went to I went to visit my mother and in her in her town there were two guys like with their pickup truck beds down and they had giant signs and one said something like like we love police mm-hmm. on one which I'm And the other one said storm the capital. <laughs> The other one, I think the, the, the other one said like, like it was probably make keep America great again or something. It was something America great. But I saw it and I just went, oh, okay, cool. They're just voicing their opinion. And I just kept driving. I didn't sure, give yeah. it any more than that. And I don't think they were seeking conflict, but they're they're opening up this invitation in a very blue town, in a very blue state, knowing, but granted. They're not opening up a conversation. They're trying to open up a fight. Or they just they just feel the need to fight because yeah. they feel marginalized because they feel like they are the minority in of such a that. blue town it and a blue state. It could definitely be that. Which goes back to why do they feel such conflict? From, why why are they getting such conflict vibes? You know what I mean? It goes back to the same thing. Like there's this weird atmosphere of conflict just floating. It's like it's like crackling, like lightning That's everywhere, everywhere. Human nature. Everywhere. If you look back on the entire history of human beings, just pointy sticks, throwing rocks at each other. Good point. So Spears, bone arrows, just getting, swords, guns. Are we just getting older and we're getting more accustomed to this part? Of we're getting society? more burnt out. We're getting more burnt out. Sports. Sports is a conflict. The whole Yankees versus Red Sox. Yankees versus Red Sox. That is yep. Trump versus Biden. Just but with balls. <laughs> like baseballs. Baseball sticks. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. It's just, I want to be the best. I want to be better than you. Oh, you suck because yeah. you are that way and I'm better. So, so I think not so much burned out. Are we just getting more aware of it? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Speaking of segue, because <laughs> that's a lot of politics for this yeah, show. That's a, sorry, everybody. If everybody had therapy and people seeking weird things, God, this is going to be the segue of the year. I watched... Free Solo. I forgot the name of it. Free Solo on Disney Plus. The Alex Donald. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen Free Solo? Of course. That dude's fucking insane. No. I. He's... So Free Solo, for those who haven't seen it, is Alex Honnold, who you who you clearly know because I kind of forgot his name. Um, You've got. I used to climb. 
Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, you definitely have seen this. Um, is a very famous rock climber. I think he's the most famous. Probably now. Yes, he is the most famous. Yeah, yeah. easily. Um, who uh, is big into free soloing, which means climbing a wall without a rope. There's no um, rope. There's no guide. There's no spotter. There's nothing. It's just him, his best pair of sticky shoes, and chalk. His strong ass fingers and a bag of chalk on his hip. That's it. That's it. And this movie is all about his determination and his dream and his goal for like eight years. I think they said a bunch of time to free solo El Capitan. Which, if you have uh, a Mac computer, it probably this mountain was your wallpaper at one point yeah. <laughs> in the past three, four, five years. Um, it looks like just a big wall in Yosemite National Park. It's 3,050 feet tall or it's, taller. I may have gotten the number wrong. It's it's an insanely... It's more than 3,000. Yes. It, and it's a, it's a wall. <laughs> it's, it's a sheer cliff. Straight yes. up. Straight up. Um, and people have climbed it from top to bottom all the time. Yeah. And he's people have free soloed parts of it. And a lot of people have died doing that. <laughs> Just yes. like certain chunks of it. And there's certain routes that you could take that get you all the way up. And there's really... Re- the movie does a really good job at making me, a person who's never rock walled outside of a gym, uh, understand exactly the route that he's taking up this wall and why and he's taking how that route was found and yeah. why he's taking that route versus, versus this route yeah. and all the different techniques to have to do. Like they spend a long time showing this one part of the wall that is notoriously difficult. And they show like his mentor, the guy who got him into climbing, who he goes climbing with all the time. And he's been doing it for like 30 years. They show him attempting it like three times and falling, 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 falling. And then of course, at the end of the movie, he attempts to get up there and like the suspense around that one hold <laughs> is so like brilliant filmmaking like yes round of applause for the makers of free solo and his, was, his friend is like on the ground and he goes i can't watch his friend is on the on the ground with like a telescopic camera and they're filming him from a bunch of different angles they have drones they have cameras mounted on the wall they have some people like hanging down like cameramen but their goal is like not to just the them. whole thing is is it ethical to make this movie? Yes. Because A, we're pressuring him, not pressuring him, but we're like encouraging him to go do Our this. Our presence is pressure because he wants to perform as a for, for the product of this movie. Which they do a really good job in the movie of explaining why that's the exact opposite mentality <laughs> of free soloing. Yes. Everybody yes. does it alone. Like he, every time he's gone, he's done it like secretly because he doesn't want people to know he's doing it. Just the thought of his girlfriend knows that he's trying to do this today would freak him out. And now there's a crew of twelve people filming him, and not to mention they're all his. They're all his good friends. Yeah, they're like, all his they have, good close friends. They have conversations about like this really tough hold. I forget what it's called. It was the something dilemma, the boulder dilemma, or the boulder problem. Is this really, really notoriously tough part of the route? And they were like, "Should we film you from the top down?" And he just says, "No, nah, that would that would put too much pressure on me, and, and nobody nobody wants to see that." Like, he's literally thinking of camera angles to not show his body exploding when it hits the ground. Um, and, like, it's it's brilliant. But, like, every documentary, and this is finally the documentary that made me realize 
the thing that I secretly love about documentaries. I always liked watching them. I never think like, oh, I want to watch a documentary because that sounds like the most boring thing in the world. Oh, I love them. I, I love I But love I do them. love them. I like love Man them. on Wire. I recently watched My Octopus Teacher on Netflix, which is fantastic. <laughs> it's about a guy who just becomes obsessed with an octopus and he wants like an octopus and he wants to learn everything he can about them through this one. And he goes out and he swims and he uh, snorkels to this one octopus and they like start to know each other. But and then this one and so many other ones in the past, what I never realized I love about them, but what keeps drawing me back without me even knowing it is that it's almost always like a character study on this person, this fucked up person. Why the fuck would you want a free solo El Capitan? And like they literally take him to do a cat scan and they're like, what's going on inside your brain? And they like, they nothing's w- happening. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, cool. We showed you pictures of like knives and like scary shit. And you're like amygdala or whatever. The thing uh, that's supposed to tell your brain that you're scared. Nothing <laughs> like just pure silence. And he's like, what does that mean? Am I broken? And they're like, no, you need a way higher stimulation to be scared which is probably why you go and do these things because that's like one of the scariest things you can do. And that's like the equivalent of you watching a scary movie, essentially. is like, I'll go watch Alien. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. He has to climb El Capitan (laughs) with no ropes (laughs) to get that same level. And then like so many other aspects of him, like they really show the relationship he has with his girlfriend and like his whole thought process on girlfriends and things like that. And it's fascinating if you haven't seen it watch it on the biggest tv you can it's find it's beautiful it's beautiful it's so fucking beautiful and there's so many shots that like sent shivers down my spine because there's one where they they must have a camera on like a boom arm and it's it shows like rocks like really close up like it's on it's on the top of el capitan this shot and the shot just goes closer and closer towards the twi- cliff edge and then whoo, it just like goes right off the cliff edge yeah and it's like you're staring at the ground while you're walking towards the cliff edge but then you just walk 15 feet out onto air and then way down you see a little dude in a red t-shirt halfway up the wall and it's like fuck that guy he's so stupid yeah no i i i remember watching it and so alex honnold i i heard of alex honnold i want to say in 20 2013 2014 is when i heard of him is when Mm. i first got introduced to him um and he was, I mean, it's always been known for him as being the free solo guy. Cause yeah. he, I mean, they even touched it in the movie, how he does everything free. So he loves to free solo. Yeah. But when I heard the movie was coming out, I remember thinking I have to see this yeah. because I know all about him as far as his thought process on climbing. I didn't expect it to get so in depth about him as a person. Yeah. Which I'm glad it did. Yeah. But to go through... Like, so he's he's kind of considered Superman, mm. where it's just he can do it. But the fact that he was trying to do something where everybody in the entire industry was saying, maybe you don't do that. <laughs> like, there, was, there wasn't a single person, I think, who was really behind him and saying, yes, you should go for it, dude. I think every single one said... I I'm terrified he's going to die. Yeah, the that guy who was like his mentor, the guy who he looked up to and then became a really close friend of his, they interview him and he's like I don't want him to do it and I know he's going to do it and if he dies, I'd rather live knowing that I helped him try to be better yes, than knowing than, than that stopping. he was going to do it and yes. then not helping him. Yes. 
like oh, by the way well, that's the one where i was like oh i get it do you know about that dude's story no you should look at that documentary interesting holy shit because he was like how, the guy how about being uh a hostage overseas and then having to fight his way by killing survive by killing his captors what and escaping with his girlfriend at that the time. guy who is like that alex Donald's mentor yep whoa yep i don't know if you noticed but he lost a finger i didn't <laughs> He, but he was he's missing a finger interesting he was like a family man in the movie mm-hmm. he was like hey alex let's go climb today you should you, it's on netflix i think i forget yeah. the name of it but it goes over his story he was a he was like a a, a prodigy and he was going overseas to uh to climb something to keep climbing stuff yeah. and uh him and his friends got captured and they were being held for ransom do you know where i don't remember where i want to say i want to say <sighs> I don't remember. It was a place where when I heard the name, I just went, that's probably not the best place to go. But I mean, if you have local guides, I guess you you should be fine. Yeah. But they were caught, I think, by like guerrilla fighters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking wild. And then his story of of being traumatized, of being captured and held hostage and having to fight and kill his (laughs) way to freedom with his girlfriend and then his relationship with his girlfriend about that and losing the finger because of everything because of the fighting and and being like starved and stuff and trying to get back into climbing and then having to fight through the fact that he was climbing without a a major digit yeah it's wild holy cow because he was recognized by obama um for doing his climb yeah because i think he did his climb up 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 capitan he didn't free solo it but he did it i think in just like one full go he went up like the 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 longest route yeah and just and it took him i think a week and he was like he was like on, camping up wait do you see stuff? that footage of people sleeping on the fucking wall so and they showed that in uh, oh yeah yeah and he's just like walking he's like hey guys good morning yeah uh, he they we, there, he didn't he, had, he wasn't mic'd up so we don't know what he said <laughs> but yeah. there's like a little camp and there's like that weird little cot that you like pin to the wall yeah. which fuck that <laughs> <laughs> it's like you better hammer that shit in yup because you won't even know that you're dying you're yes. just all of a sudden falling off a cliff <laughs> but uh he walks by and like as he's getting close like someone pokes their head out and i hear the camera guy go is that a bunny <laughs> and like someone comes out wearing like an animal costume yeah yeah, yeah. like oh it's a unicorn yeah. some guy in a unicorn was literally must have been like what the hell yeah. how are they like he's like a thousand feet up why is there a guy with no ropes <laughs> walking past us and he just goes past him yep. he's like i don't have time bye bye guys and then yeah. he just keeps going and the guy with the unicorn like looks around <laughs> he's like where's he going <laughs> it was great it was but, a great great movie yes. i want to spoil the ending um, right right because it's it does a really good job at suspense and they really like set you up for what might happen yes they do i, I want to say that i thought i thought i thought this is going to sound really mean for the first part of that movie with his girlfriend, I was getting really annoyed by the girlfriend. Oh, yeah. They because, they make the movie. <laughs> well, it's because, like, I understand he's different. I understand he's super unique. But the lack of her being able to understand him on yeah. that level was really frustrating. Because I can understand somebody who's that uh obsess is a strong word fixated fixated passionate like i can understand like it almost like it almost seemed like she wanted to mold him into 
her version of him yeah at first and i think he, that came across when he was saying like we were clashing and like they're fighting and stuff like that and it's yeah. because it's like you're talking you're, you're dating a guy you're dating the most famous climber in the world who lives out of a van yeah like i don't know what the fuck you think you're gonna turn him into but that's not who he is yeah like I don't know the fucking guy, and I can, and I knew that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I would never, I never dated this dude it, or it talked was, to him. It but it's really obvious. Yeah, they did a, they did a really good job at showing from her point of view why she's so like distraught. I don't get this guy. I don't understand him. Yeah, yeah. and then they showed from his point of view, like why doesn't she get me? <laughs> like, just, <laughs> just I told her it was gonna be this way. Like she'll probably break up with me and then I'll find a new girlfriend and she won't get my lifestyle either. And like all this stuff. And like, there's something like while they were filming it, one of his really close friends died and his wife is like so distraught. And he was literally like, I don't get why she'd be upset. Like he she, knew the risk. She knew that was going to happen. Like, he, and it, and like his he, girlfriend was like, I don't expect that to happen to you. Of course I know it could happen, but I'm never expecting it. And he was like, damn, you should. <laughs> yeah. Like, that dude's but that's, fucked up. <laughs> no, no, that's. I think that's a really rational. Yeah, it's like, like hyper rational. But that's like, like a computer. Like, well, that's what I'm like, yes, like. This is one of the possible outcomes. I was more aligned with Alex Honnold that entire movie than her at any point. Yeah, because I understood his perspective. Yeah, I, I get it. Well, like his reaction to that. Yeah, like one of my friends is. I, two of my two of my close friends are heavy smokers. Yeah, and I'm gonna hate the time. When it comes, when I hear of something happening because of that. Yeah. But I'm going to say, what the fuck else do you think was going to happen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, they're going to have healthy lungs until you're 90? Yep. No. Exactly. Fucking no. That's not what's going to happen. I told you, you dumb fuck. I told <laughs> you to stop smoking them. And you yeah. didn't. And then I worked hard at trying to get you to change your mind. And you fucking didn't. So guess what? <laughs> now you're dying young. Like, that's... That's that's literally just the facts. Like so, like maybe that's because that's my personality. Yeah. But I totally related to Alex Honnold when he said, "Yeah, you know, he he chose a life of doing dangerous shit." Yeah. His mom got it, and they also they, another thing was like his family, because I think the filmmakers were like, "Why is this dude so like this? Like we're all like this, but he's so like this." <laughs> so like, let's go interview his mom, and then you're like, "Oh, I get it." <laughs> <laughs> like he yeah had, he had a weird family weird upbringing but then she was like i well, like this is something he never really felt motivated or passionate about anything and then he found this and it became his life and i know how dangerous it is but he felt alive and why would i try to take that away from him i know how dangerous it right. is but if he dies doing it that's the thing that came of gave him joy i'd much rather him have a joyful life and then have an unfortunate accident that's, then take yes. that away from him yes and that's that's and like kind okay of, mom preach well that's because and I, this is going to sound really mean for because i feel like i'm going to sound like i'm shitting on the girlfriend but to me it seemed very much like she was trying to be very idealistic of what she thought was what defined happiness in life yeah we're buying a home. Oh, we're going to live together. We're going to do... She wanted normalcy. She wanted this... Uh, well, her idea of normalcy. Yeah. But if you knew this guy and you you understood this guy, that's not his normalcy. Yeah. Could he adapt to it? Sure. What's his normalcy? 
traveling in a van yeah sleeping they, in a fucking van they That's get his... the house in like las vegas or whatever and he cooks up some vegetables and potatoes in a pot and then just grabs a fork and eats them out of the pot it's like yeah. that view right there is perfect of why it's... but i mean that makes sense i do that when yeah. i cook shit it's just mixing in one bowl it's one less it's one thing to clean one like, less thing to clean exactly i get it but it's just i don't know i, I thought she was being very much like no but happiness is supposed to be this and he was yeah. like yeah no, I'm doing the happy thing. Yeah, I like, think. Uh, yeah, it, you want so, you want what makes you happy, which is this thing with like this idea yes, of this thing. Exactly. They they did a thing that I experienced in a relationship where I have one view of happiness, and the other person has that view of happiness, and what I've learned through life experiences is that those people should go their separate ways. <laughs> But what she wanted was, no, I want you to be my kind of happy with me. Yes. And he's like, no. <laughs> and like, no, he could maybe budge a little bit, but he shouldn't have to. And she really wanted him like to. When I, like when he had that accident because of her, I was so pissed at her. Two accidents in a like, month. I was like, like I've fucking bitch. I've never got. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm very much like, I've Alex's never gotten side. hurt climbing. And then I meet this girl and she's wonderful. And I got hurt two times in a month. And my girlfriend was like, he's got a dumper. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you got to tell her, Hey, this is off until I figure out my shit. And then we can try this again. Yeah. When I'm done doing the life, like ending thing that yeah, I'm trying to do. Exactly. That's my opinion. That's free solo. We're approaching an hour. Let's talk about the big thing. Spoiler alert. Marvel phase four is here, baby. Yes. Spoiler cast officially starts now. Yeah. We're going to be just tune out of the podcast for a a couple months because we're going to be talking about WandaVision. And then I think we have a one week break and then Falcon and Winter Soldier starts. Um, Okay. But WandaVision launched two episodes on day one for Disney streaming, which is interesting. And I know why they did it. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But. Uh, first two episodes. Should we set up the show? People know what the show is. It's the first TV show from Marvel, Mar- the MCU. So there is Agent Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., things like that. I, I want to say that what this makes this distinct is it is the first show produced by Kevin Feige, I want to say. Like, it's re- it's really in the MCU. Like, it's... yeah. They're treating it as required viewing for going forward with them. It's got it's got the big name celebrities. Yeah, where like Agent Carter and Agents of Shield had to do with the MCU, but they were like side projects. It was like optional yeah. viewing. It's like Star Wars: The Clone Wars. It's like yes, if you want more, watch this. But this is like a new chapter in the MCU. I think yes, uh, and it will have consequences going forward that you will be confused on if you don't watch this. So I think that's what sets it apart. Okay. Uh, how'd you like it? It's okay. I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) We have, we have purposely not said a word to each other about how we liked it. (laughs) So I, 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 (laughs) so I like the fact that they're showing such a unique style because they're doing like the fifties. Yes. 40s and 50s style even i think older than that like 30s and 40s style no they didn't have tv back then i think it's oh right 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 50s and then each episode i think is going to be a decade of tv 
So it was 50s, and then we got the 60s episode, which they kind of transitioned into a 70s episode right at the end. Right at the end, they transitioned to 70s. With the colors and the the designs of everything. The couch and the sick table in the background. Dude, the sick carpet. Fucking right. Um, (laughs) Fucking right. (laughs) So I... The first episode was kind of like cutesy in the way that they were trying to do it. Like they yeah. were like, oh, look, at how you doing over here, Dale? Yeah, 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 see? Like that was okay at first. It quickly started to get annoying. It was immediately annoying for me. Really? Holy shit. Because I hate black and white shit. Like, oh, see, I, I, I don't hate black and white. <laughs> what a wonderful life. Like, Casablanca. <laughs> get that the fuck out what? of my eyeballs. Are you serious? Citizen Casablanca, Kane. get the fuck out of here? Is that Citizen what you Citizen Kane, in the trash. Dropkick that <laughs> into the distance. I can't believe this is your... It's not strictly black and white versus color. There's color shit that I hate. <laughs> there's there's black and shit, black and white shit that I don't hate. Like, Citizen Kane, I thought was... I was that was pretty good. Yeah. And, like, um, I don't know, like, Wizard of Oz. That was, like, one of the first color movies. Wow, out of all the just, gin joints in the world. Come on, man. <laughs> it's just, like... I, I don't know. I just... I don't like that style, that era of movies and TV. It's I old. love Lucy. Yeah. Like, ugh, it's just, it's not for me at all. And for so much of my, like, not immediate family, but like my closest group of aunts, uncles, and cousins. Um, they grew like, up on that. Literally, like my mom's twin sister, her yeah. family, which is kind of like my extended primary family. They eat that shit up. Like when they have family well, they grew up on like, that. Let's have they? some dinner and watch a movie. They'll watch like Casablanca. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't like it. And here's the thing about the episodes. It was all that. Yes. Like it was a episode of a fifties TV show, except for in the first episode, there was a little hint that something is super fucked up. Yes. Which I liked. I like that too. Did you watch the trailers for it or a trailer for it? No. Okay. No, I watched a watch a trailer of what WandaVision was. Yeah. So I see the stuff that it's going to devolve into with some with some with some things happening, explosions, and explosions, and the actual like like uh, modern day yes like MCU film style. Yeah. I, so like I understand that's coming, but um, yeah, I, I I didn't watch like specific trailers per episode. I just watched one trailer for the. Whole I don't show. think they have a trailer per episode. Okay, um, okay, they might going forward, but it was just like trailers for Wandavision. Yeah. Um, my problem with the first two episodes is it did not tell me anything that the trailers didn't tell me it was basically a two episode long teaser for a cool show all the reviews i've been seeing of it is oh man this show's gonna get so good like yeah boy wouldn't it be cool if it was good (laughs) i so i don't hate that old film style yeah i was starting to get annoyed with it by the end of the first Mm -hmm. like that weird scene at the dining room table when he's Stop it. Yeah, yeah, that part. Stop it. And she goes, Vision, save him. Like, yeah. that I liked because that changed it up for that one second. That was yes. enough. That, that was enough of... It was like when you see color for the first time. It's the first thing you, like, you can gla- you can grab onto and be like, oh, that's relevant to like what I, what I want to feel now. Yeah. So, like, I liked it. The second episode, I was starting to get annoyed pretty quick. <laughs> because, it, well, here's the thing. It's not that it's bad. It's not that like, it's not just the fact that it's old. It's when I watch films like that, like you said, like Citizen Kane or Casablanca, when I watch like films like that, like older black and white films, 
it's easy to digest or it's easier to digest because I understand that I'm watching a time, like a moment in time. I'm watching historical take on on culture. And for me, that makes it much more entertaining. Like the way they talk in those movies, yeah. I, I fucking love it. Like, cause it's, cause that's, that's what it was. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like I'm watching a snapshot of history and I love history. So I think it's really cool. The thing that annoyed me with this, and I knew what they were trying to do. They were trying to do that exact thing, but with the modern flair of we have Vision and Wanda mm-hmm. in this world, but they are exactly like that. And that was the Magic Talent Show. That's the epitome of what that was. It was, oh, it's so goofy, but she can like kind of zap and save and zoop and do this. And oh, yeah. he's trying. Like, it was, it was, it was getting annoying. But it was okay because I, w- I was trying to see it from what they were trying to portray. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I was able to say like, eh, it's all right. I'm not, I'm not loving it. I'm very glad we're in the 70s now yeah. moving forward because if there was a third episode of that, I don't, I think I would have hit my limit of, okay, I'm done with this fucking bullshit here. You know what I mean? Um, because it was getting annoying. Yeah. It was beginning to get annoying for me. Yep. And the, the 50s episode and the 60s episode felt so similar. Um, and there were a lot of things that I appreciate about those episodes. Like they were so true to those styles. Uh, like they used old effects, like the opening when they're like, they just got married and they're moving to town. And he like walks right through the door and she like falls on the ground. Like they clearly did a, okay, now stop at the door and now we're going to bloop like drop her on the ground. And he, they do like the little sparkles and they use like old effects and they use like old filming techniques. Like they specifically had cameras that didn't move except for when it got weird. Like that shot of like, please stop. Stop it. Yeah, stop it. That's when they use That's like, when the camera like moved over the table and zoomed into his head. And like just that like jarring of like film style. This isn't how the rest of this episode was being shot and like I wasn't expecting That's by the design. camera to move. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was really clever. And I like that. I just didn't like the episode at all. <laughs> I because uh... I, I just don't like that thing, I think. It was so distracting to me. It was like, let's tell the next chapter of this Marvel story that you love and you're excited for where this is going to go, but let's do it using Chris's least favorite era <laughs> of film and TV for two hours. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, I think it, it's, again, looking at it from what the purpose of it was, it makes sense. Yeah. So, like, I get it. And but it was well done. It was. For what it was, I think it was very well done. So, I, I'm okay with that part. That part's all right. But... I think overall, I think overall, the, the main message that I got from it was um, just confusion, mm. which I kind like, I understand. Which I think is intentional. Of course it is. They're trying to build suspense. Like, what the fuck was the beekeeper? Yeah, right. We'll see. Right. So do we want to get into like possible spoilers? Sure. I have theories. I read some theories Ooh. that I couldn't put together because Ooh. I'm not a huge Marvel nerd. Do you want to put together do you want to put together spoilers? You kind of want to see what happens. I maybe don't want to for your sake cuz I've read some theories. There's one where I'm like, "Yes, that is happening." I had no idea about that thing from the comics, but that's exactly what they're hinting towards. And it's I think it would be a cool Okay, then don't th- reveal. Don't. So I won't say that, but there there are theories out there with some of one of the characters 
who has popped up in both episodes so far and we know is going to be, I think, in every other episode, a theory about who that person is. Okay. And then there's uh, just references to a Marvel character who, who we haven't met yet and we've had no hints is coming and that this show is hinting is coming. So then, yeah, don't spoil that. Part. Yeah. So I mean, so I'll put it out there what I think is happening. Yeah. And it's kind of based off of what you told me. Yeah. I, I kind of feel... So something that made me curious was the pool scene with the radio uh yeah when they were calling i was like wanda, glass and, wanda what are you doing like like who's making you do this wanda, who's doing like, this to you who's doing this to you yeah who's yeah who's doing this to you it was the most fascinating part of the first two episodes because i didn't think anybody was doing it to her exactly that's what she I, was doing it that's well it could be her doing it and they're confused and they think somebody's doing it to her right yeah. so i mean i think the big thing is the the fact that like it's trying to make such a going back to actually to what we were talking about earlier an idealistic image of of a happy life yeah makes me think it has to be wanda this has to be it's all focused it has to be wanda's initiative for this to be happening and the fact that she says no yeah she stops it when she like uh what was it when she said oh she said no when she saw the beekeeper come out the ground yep and then it's just like rewound so it makes me realize that I think this is all something that she's doing. Yeah. And I think the government is struggling to try to find the source of what's happening and they're trying to stop it. Yeah, because she's like too powerful or something. I think it I think what's happening is kind of based off what you said, where I think she's forming she's reforming reality. Yeah. And it's what makes me wonder why Strange doesn't get involved right off the bat, because he would know immediately about this. Yeah. Right? Like, he would know immediately what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Because he's the guardian, right? Like, like of that reality. Yeah, which I think he will. Maybe maybe not in the show, although that would be cool to see him show up in the show. Like, towards be, the end, like, yeah. he comes in and saves the day or something. That would be fucking cool. That would be, oh, so cool. I'm kind of bummed that I maybe just spoiled that for myself. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Just the thought that I put that possibility in my head. <laughs> right. But just, I, I feel like she's, I personally think so far, she is... Whether it's trauma or stress or 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 um, denial, mm. she's forming her image. Yeah, because like like she how she went from she went from like not pregnant to like five months pregnant, yep. like this, and that made me realize she's like making, literally like whoop, yeah, like her belly like grew, like yeah. So she's yeah. making things happen. Yeah, out of her desire of reality and yep. her desire of happy. Um, and because of that, I think, I think it's all focused around what she's doing. And the thing that threw me off is in the first episode where it ends on the TV screen. Yeah. That I had no idea what, which are not less. It's just people are trying to view from a different reality. What's happening. Yeah. And that's what they're seeing. Yep. And the little Hydra watch kind of gave me that kind of idea of, oh, okay, so there's people that maybe detect this in different realities and they're yeah. trying to tap into... I have a theory about that. About the uh, Hydra watch? And I really like my theory about the Hydra and watch. And the Tony Stark radio? Yes. Or not the Tony Stark, but the Stark Industry radio? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's not fully formed by myself. I will give credit to Reddit a little bit. Um, but I definitely thought like they were weird coincidences. Because both Stark Industries and 
the Hydra, Hydra watch that was like the Struker watch, which is the Hydra guy who is performing experiments on her and Quicksilver. Like it was Baron von Struker's lab that they were created in. Mm-hmm. They were both events from her past. And I was like, oh, okay, she's reliving her past in some way. And someone, the, the part of the theory that was formulated by Reddit was she's reliving her traumas like in order. Number one, uh, I was from Sokovia and a bomb fell through our, our house and killed my parents or whatever. And then one didn't explode and we were pinned and it was just sitting there ticking. And we waited for three days waiting for the Stark bomb to blow up. And the toaster, when they set it, it a when they when it like pops out or whatever, or when they turn it on or something, it ticks. It plays the Iron Man repulsor sound that, yeah, and then it ticks. It's just, and it, that's them waiting for the Stark bomb to go off for okay. three days. The second one, and then it does that shot where she looks at it and she looks back at the the model. Yes, she looks at the toaster, and then just stares at the TV screen while it keeps ticking. Yeah, and it was poof. And then the second one, the Baron von Stricker watch. Um, is uh they said something about time and there's weird theories about time travel or something but baron von stricker experimented on her and her brother and gave them superpowers that they didn't want um so that was obviously very traumatic so other traumatic events they could live through was when she blew up uh crossbones in like uh africa or whatever at the beginning of Civil War, when she blows up a building, and that's why they're like, okay, we need to put you guys in check. That was, like, her fault, and it, like, traumatized her um, because she killed a building full of people because she couldn't really control her powers. And then um, Vision being stabbed in front of her in uh, Edinburgh, Mm -hmm. uh, and then Vision dying or having to kill Vision in uh, Infinity War. Or when does that pop up in the show? Well, not yet, but these are other things oh, that there oh, could oh, be quote unquote commercials for. <laughs> like each of her commercials is her reliving a trauma of her life. Um, and then her getting snapped <laughs> and then maybe something else. But like that's enough to fill out the rest of the episodes right there. Um, so, yeah. So that, here's the thing with that. That's all side stuff, though. That has nothing to do with the main story. But I think that really hints towards her trauma. Like, she's reliving her trauma. Also, the two actors in the commercials, the guy and the woman, same people in both. Yes. So, like, what's their deal? The theory is that it's her parents. Um, which is also interesting because uh, her parents in the comic books, her dad is Magneto. So, they've never addressed Wait, really? her. Yeah, in the comic books... Uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are twins who are the uh, kids of Magneto. I thought Magneto's kids were killed. Um, no, I don't know. In the movies? In the movies they were. I don't know. I don't remember him having kids in the movies. Anyway. Yeah, um, remember in, uh, I think it was, what is it, Apocalypse? Maybe. Apocalypto? Apocalypse. Or Apocalypse or Apocalypse. whatever. Yeah. But I didn't see it. In that movie, uh, Magneto's daughter dies and that's when huh. he rages out. Yeah, maybe a different daughter. Interesting, because Quicksilver is in the X-Men universe, but I don't think yeah. they address that it's his son, although maybe they hint that it could be, uh, just like a... Because I think he mentions that he never met his dad, or something like that. Um, okay, okay, something. Okay. okay, okay, okay. So that's that's something, but I really loved the, the, the thing... So I went through episode one 
pretty much being completely uninterested <laughs> besides the stop it, stop it choking scene, which I'm pretty sure she caused because he was like, what's your story? How long have you been married? Where did you get yeah. married? Where did you come from? And she yeah. was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, it's kind of like when you're uh, when you're like having a good dream and then you start to realize that you're dreaming and you're like, no, if I realize that I'm dreaming, I'm going to wake up. No, <laughs> like she's like he's breaking her out of that dream or whatever. So she like makes him choke. And then it, she starts getting really nervous, and that's when she makes Vision save him. That was interesting. Oh, also about the toaster commercial. Did you notice that the toaster had a red light on it? Yes. The whole episode was black and white, but there was but a that, red light. There was light. a red light, yeah. I saw that. That was weird. And then in episode two, we got the red blood and the red helicopter. Yep. Which I think the helicopter is just going to be something that's answered later. I. But is that because Vision is red? Could be. Or what's another word for red? Rouge. Scarlet. They've uh, never called her Scarlet Witch. She is Wanda Maximoff. That's why it's WandaVision. So this could be the show of how she becomes Scarlet Witch. Or why she gets that nickname or something like that. Ah, uh, okay. What That's if, my theory on What the if way. this is the show that merges the X-Men? So. <laughs> so oh what if it is you, you just lit up like a motherfucker when i because said that. that's one of my personal theories i haven't read this anywhere else but what if it is because we know she's going to be in doctor strange in the multiverse of madness which is going to be a horror show yeah or a horror movie which i think i i, I mean there's going to be we know mordo is going to be in it the guy from the first one um mordo uh, chuatal edgeofor the the black guy who like he like trains with and then at the end of the movie you find out that he's like taking magic away from people who yes, deserve it because he's like the purity guy exactly yeah. he's in Doctor Strange too she's in it I think like she's gonna be the bad guy or not necessarily the bad guy but she's gonna fuck up so hard that her problem is the bad thing in the movie like that's what they have to deal with I think but and then there's also been rumors. That characters from other properties are finally starting Deadpool's to show. Deadpool's coming in. Deadpool's coming in. Deadpool. I don't think... I think you're super against casting leaks because there's like straight up like huge spoilers in who's been casted for what. But it's like very shocking. Oh, Hugh Jackman. Bring it back, baby. Bring no, back those 600 wanna, pounds I literally, deadlifts. I, Let's go. Let's I don't want to tell you unless for some reason you're like, whatever, just tell me. But because no, I feel like me. you'll be like, whatever, just tell me. And then I'll tell you and you'd be like, fuck, I wish you hadn't told yeah, don't me Yeah, don't tell me. Yeah, don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> um, but I feel like I feel like this could be the show that kicks off the X-Men merge. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that I think so. I it would make the, think, it would make a lot of sense. And I think, do you know how they're going to do it? In the show or just overall in the in phase four, you mean? In the show. How they're going to kick it off for phase four I think, using this show. Uh, maybe Xavier gets involved? I think. Or Phoenix? Quicksilver. Her brother from a different they use, dimension. They use Quicksilver. That's a very good point. That would be so rad. If I think his name is Evan Peters, the, Yo, the actor. Imagine if they do that and then they bring fucking Michael uh, Fassbender in for Magneto and he just shows up too. <laughs> Can you imagine? And it's like Michael Fassbender versus Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> but le- like how crazy cool would that be? Like, that, like- would, that, that is the perfect 
kickoff for, for another fa- another era of MCU yes. fanatic energy. Yes, exactly. If they did like, that. Because the, they can't try to build up another Thanos. They can work towards well, a big bad guy. Well, there also isn't another Thanos, is there? Well, there? There are a few people. Uh, there's Galactus. There's um, the bad guy from Doctor Strange 1, not uh, Mads Mikkelsen, but... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Morgu- Dormammu. Dormammu, yeah. Um, he's, like, up there. There's... But he. But we've seen him, so you can't bring him back with the um, same kind of... There's Mephisto, who's basically the MCU I, literal devil. I've heard of him. Yeah. I've heard of Mephisto. Um... So there's a lot of things that they could set up, but what I think like talking about this, it would be so much more interesting if this show sets up, yo, we got a multiverse and that's how we get X-Men and here's Quicksilver because everybody agrees like the X-Men movies were kind of shit. Most of them. Right. (laughs) But Quicksilver far and away better than the MCU Quicksilver. Yes. Because like his sense of humor, his style is way over the top. His like he's an asshole, uh, and the way they show his powers is so much more interesting. Like they show it from his point of view, and then they show it in real time. Where in the MCU they just show like they just show like blurry guy running, yeah, and it's like boring. That's not how you do it. Um, so I think that would be so cool. And Quicksilver in the MCU is dead. He just came and went in one movie. Right, he died. So, and like she's struggling to find something. I don't I think Vision's dead and I think Vision only exists in her TV show reality. And she's looking for something. She's looking for something to move on. Hey, let's give you your brother back, but a different version of your brother. And you just tore open reality. So like now we have to deal with that. And then Strange has to try to keep it intact. And then there's other characters from X-Men or other properties that are just flooding in. And it's you thought Endgame was the biggest crossover <laughs> of all time. <laughs> WandaVision series finale <laughs> or season finale. So I'm like all the reviews say, I am through the roof excited for what it could do. And true, I can true. I can only be satisfied or let down at this point. Like my imagination has run so wild. I just imagine the very last episode shows like a guy standing like, and all you see is the back of his head and like his shoulders, and he's kind of looking around, and then he turns around entirely, and it's Fastbender, <laughs> or just he's like looking around, and then like he just waves his hand, and like metal shit flies everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then he turns around, and it's just. That's Michael Fassbender. <laughs> oh, fuck. He just turns around <laughs> and it's full nudity. <laughs> Fassbender's huge dong again. Yes. Just, um, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It's too powerful. <laughs> um, That's a fucking crazy, crazy uh, idea. I, like, they have to kick off. They have to kick off X-Men eventually. Uh, there There's been wild castings. That like really confirmed that the multiverse is going to be a thing moving forward, not just in Doctor Strange. And what better show to do it than Scarlet Witch, who could break reality and create the multiverse through her own insanity? So I'm ex- I'm excited that this is what they're doing to kick off Phase Four instead of Black Widow, which the more and more I think about it is probably going to be incredibly underwhelming by the time we get it. Oh yeah, because by the time we get it, it's going to be what the end of twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's just going to be a Captain America movie, but with Black Widow instead. Yeah, like I, I genuinely don't think there's going to be anything like, whoa, I can't wait for more of that or something. 
which is weird that I'm saying that. I kind of ended up about halfway through the MCU. I thought of it as like an ongoing TV show that like keeps like cliffhanging me for the next thing. Like I enjoyed each episode and like I enjoyed watching each movie, but like I so looked forward to the post credit scene or like little hints of what's going to come in future ones because of all that build up towards Thanos. And like, what is this adding to this bigger story that they're telling? True. What was, when was the, when was that known? Like when was it? No, it was the first Avengers. Avengers one. It was when it was like when they teased Thanos. Well, no, no, no. Thanos was in that. No. Yeah. He was when, at the post credit scene. That's it. It shows Loki talking. Shows Loki talking to the... the. I forget what they call him, but like the other, I think, was the character's name, which I don't even think was a person in the MCU. But then at the end, in the post credit scene, they say, the humans, the, to court them would be to challenge death, or to challenge them would be to court death. And then Purple Boy turns around and smiles, and that's all he does. It's in the post credit scene. I, I'm right. <laughs> Because I remember a scene where it's Loki talking to Thanos, and it's before they had, like, the good-looking Thanos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It took a while to get that. <laughs> yeah. I th- I'm pretty... Yeah. So, so that... But basically, that was the first tease of Thanos is involved. There's a way bigger story we're telling. And at that point, I thought it was just going to be like, ooh, Avengers 2 is... Thanos is going to be the bad guy. Nope. But it's like, nope. We're going <laughs> to use, like, seven other movies to slowly build this and just tease you and get you closer and closer <laughs> then boom avengers endgame best-selling movie of all time so yeah I'm, I'm i'm excited for what this show could do so here's the thing if that's if that's this idea behind it yeah you know you're not getting a crossover of what we want to see until what two years down what the road. do we want to see you want to see a full crossover I, I like the X Men, like the X Men coming in. <laughs> yeah, like the X Men, like <laughs> like the X Men scene where it's the X Men, where it's Cyclops and Jean Grey, and it's arguing with like Thor and Star Lord and stuff yes. like that. And, <laughs> and Wolverine smoking a cigar. I don't. Yeah. We're not going to get Wolverine for at least five years. Why? I don't think. Just Hugh Jackman doesn't want it, does Hugh, he? No, Hugh Jackman will not come back. Uh, we'll put money on it and we're going to need time to forget him and really miss him. We're going to need to see some other X-Men. Um, and like, so honestly, maybe never because what in the X-Men canon right now, Logan is dead. He is gone. And he, spoilers for Logan. If you hadn't seen Logan. Oh, well, if you're going to go for Logan, there's a lot of people dead. Yeah, well, Yeah. Is that like an alternate reality where, so like in the current, like Apocalypse is the newest, or um, Phoenix Rising, which I will never see. You never saw Phoenix Rising? Is it called Phoenix Rising? No, Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. It's on HBO. No. I I watched it. Not worth my time. (laughs) I didn't hate it. Okay. I'll give it a shot. All of the X-Men movies, even the best ones were like, eh. The best one, by the way, was Logan. Actually, no, Logan was like, damn, that was good. But... Every other one besides Logan was like, yeah, that, was, that was okay. That sure was a decent comic book movie that wasn't the MCU. You, you know why? It's because they're all shot with the same style. They're, they're all shot like, what's the era? The, the pre-MCU era. No. Like Tobey Maguire, yeah. Spider-Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four. Like, this is how you shoot um, a superhero movie. Yeah. 
it's got to be fantastical. And it's got to be a good guy punching the bad guy until he's dead. Yeah, it's like they couldn't. It was so hard to show them as superpower, like so show them superpowered, and make it seem believable. Yeah, why wouldn't they just completely beat the shit out of the bad guy instantly? <laughs> it's just yeah, it's almost like their flaws were their were their, were were flaws with each other. Mm-hmm. They never had flaws with their powers. Yeah, I mean that's what the or flaws that's what Avengers their, did so well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Avenger, like like we talked about this in the MCU. Everybody has flaws with themselves as people, mm-hmm. as characters, and it's easier, I think, to believe them in that role because of it. Don't get me wrong; it's still like triple A title movie yeah. action movies shit, but it's way easier to believe you know RDJ as Tony Stark mm-hmm. than it is, I think, as like I don't know. I guess Fastbender as as Magneto. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't bad like like i don't think the x movies were that bad i really don't yeah. i think the action scenes were just too hollywood cheesy in a yeah, way yeah exactly you know what i mean yep i maybe I, that's yeah, what i know I, I know exactly what you mean i think most people would agree they're just like it's boring like there's no real stakes i don't know like i think thanos with a sword <laughs> was so much more interesting than like Oh my god, there's 80 giant what was that Days of Future Past, whatever those big robots were that were coming to kill everybody, so we have to go back in time. Yeah, yeah. There's 80 of them and they could shoot lasers and they could crush you. And I'm like, God, I just super don't care. And they're made out of plastic or whatever, they so Magneto sure are probably gonna them. kill you. That was that was a stressful movie. That was a really stressful movie. <laughs> yeah, it sure was. I, I remember watching that was a stressful fucking movie. But I don't know. It also seems like I don't know how to describe it. I really don't like I don't know what it is that makes watching Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man struggle against Thanos seem more high stakes, stressful, and edge of your sh- edge of your seat excitement than any of the X-Men fight scenes. Yeah. Like, I don't know what... I don't know... Is it because their powers are sometimes just weird to match up to? Yeah. Like, maybe that's why? Yeah, it could be. I mean, that was... That that was a fight that made sense. It was brute strength versus brute strength and brute strength and brute strength. What are you talking about? MCU? The MCU. The, the Thanos the, fight? The three big ones versus Thanos. It was incredibly strong guy fighting three really strong guys. Where the yeah. X-Men is like 60 giant robots versus lady who can make lightning and guy <laughs> who can move metal. And like these weird, like you almost have to keep track of all this shit in your head. It's like, oh no, a juggernaut broke into the room with the angel guy and the girl who could leech other people's powers is there. And the guy who could regenerate and has metal bones is there too. And then the guy with the tongue who could lick stuff from really far away is coming so what is he going to add to this scene? And like that over and over again. Or I think what the MCU does really well is like they keep it like core, like which is another reason to bring it back to WandaVision, which is what this topic is about is why I'm excited to see where WandaVision goes. Cause I hope we get to see more of her powers. I think we already are without knowing it, that she's creating this reality, but so far she's been able to float and shoot red stuff with her hands and then move stuff with her mind. Which is like a slap in the well, face to Scarlet Witch. Well, we're seeing her change reality with yeah. like the magic show. 
right. I transported somebody. Yeah, exactly. I, I manifested mirrors. I manifested a pulley system. Yeah. I moved this thing she, into existence. Like, her powers, for, for those who don't really know and who have seen Avengers Infinity War, her powers are basically the reality gem. Like, that is Scarlet Witch. And she can move stuff with her mind, and she could float, and she could do all these things. Um, so I'm I'm super excited for it. Um, I think it's going to do some unexpectedly cool things. And then we're going to get Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is just going to be kind of like a spy TV show. And then we're going to get Black Widow, which is just going to be a boring-ass Jason Bourne action movie. I think it'll be good. I'm going to give... Good. I'm going to give Black Widow a 7 out of 10. I was going to say a promise seven, you seven, right now. Ten. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a solid movie. It's going to be a solid MCU movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's going to be up there with Ant-Man. Well, here, <laughs> and here's the other thing that's hard to judge. Who was it? Scorsese who kind of took a, a hot dump on it. Yeah. Like, is it a good film? Like, I bet you Timmy would say it's fine. It's it's, it's fun. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. It's yeah. not designed it's, to be a cinematic experience yes. of some and type And I don't of, want it to. And I have so much fun going to them. I have so much fun watching is, them. Yeah. And here's what I'll say about WandaVision is that I don't care how accurate to the times it's being. It's fucking boring. <laughs> like, just give me... Just... Give me Quicksilver. Put Quicksilver on the screen and make me applaud, and then I'll, I'll have a way better time than I'm having with it now. Does that make it better? No. I'll go so watch this, Queen's Gambit if I want a really good TV are show. You, are you going to like the 70s take if they yes. keep it 70s style? Because there is some 70s stuff that I like. I can't think of it. Movies, obviously. Like Jaws is one of my favorite movies of all time. That's 77, I want to say. Um, incredible. Um, yeah, and... 80s seems like it's going full-blown 80s like leg warmers big poofy hair i like that pink neon green stuff like that not just like subdued like 80s tv show like full house yeah yeah it's gonna go full like i can't wait for the 90s baby oh yeah it's gonna gonna be be so cool i feel bad for paul bettany why because the amount of times that he's in different makeup Mm. Like, I wonder if they shoot everything with him in makeup and then they just take it off and then they have him do shots with everything out of makeup. Probably. Because um, that's also super hard. Hey, you're leaving this door in makeup. Tomorrow you're going to do this shot when you come back in eh, without makeup. They do that kind of stuff all the time in movies. Yeah. But, like, that's just... Because the amount of switches he's doing is Oh, brutal. yeah. That's a, I, like, I recently... <laughs> I recently watched... Oh, here's another thing to tie it back to the beginning of the episode. And I think we could wrap this up soon. Um, going on an hour and a half. This You could tell it's an MCU episode. Yeah. Um, I recently watched all the special features for all Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. Uh, and I don't think I ever knew this, is they filmed all the, like, Hobbit scenes first for all three movies. Like, the scene at the very end of Return of the King, when they're all saying bye to each other because Frodo's going on the boat, spoilers for Lord of the Rings, and they're crying because they're saying goodbye to their best friend. At that point, those four actors had known each other for two weeks, which is so weird to me. So, like, that, they filmed but stuff out of order. I, I knew they did because they had to because they released it each year. Yeah. Because they did back-to-back-to-back to back to back each they year. They filmed for, like, 18 months. 
And then they banged him out like, hey, this year is this movie. Next year is that movie. Third year is this movie. And it was just post-production, Enjoy. post-production, yeah. and which was genius because it was like, Fellowship of the Ring, pretty straightforward. We just need to get the special effect shot. Two Towers, we're going to have a huge ass best battle of all time. War of the Rings. <laughs> it's going to be a CG, CGI fuck your eyeballs fest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's just, we're going to work on it for three years. Um, it's which, smart. Yeah, it's really smart because like the, the budget goes up with each one, and yeah. Um, but yeah, they they film that kind of stuff all the time. So I'm sure for an actor, it's not that different. What I will say about Paul Bettany is, do you know the first MCU movie that he was in? Um. So the way you said it makes me realize it's not Iron Man one. It is. Oh, okay. So it is Iron Man one. Jarvis. Yeah, yeah, he's Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. I, obviously, I know that. Iron Man one, Iron Man two, Iron Man three, yep. Avengers one, Avengers two, Avengers three, Avengers yep. four. Like he's, I think he's in the most. Maybe besides Samuel L. Jackson, he's in the most Marvel movies yeah. of anybody. He's and, Jarvis, and probably. Uh, well, he don't because he's. I was gonna say he's only there with without with Tony Stark. So any movie he's in, Tony Stark's until in. he becomes Vision. Until he becomes Vision. But then every movie that he's Vision in, Tony Stark is also in. Yes. Avengers 2, Civil War. Yes. Uh, Avengers, Avengers. Oh, no, so. I knew that. I remember that. Because I remember hearing his voice, and I was like, that's a really good voice. Who is that? And I was yeah. like, Paul Bettany, a Knight's Tale? The guy from a Knight's Tale who a shows Knight's up Tale? naked? Yeah, Knight's Tale, Paul <laughs> yeah. Bettany. Okay. He's great, man. He's, I think he's killing it in this. He's also one of the things about the show that I really like. Like, when he was drunk on Bubblegum doing the magic show, that was so funny. Uh <laughs> I, I had a really good time with that. And then, like, at the beginning that of the first one... That reminded me of Knight's Tale, Paul Bettany. Yes, yes. exactly. Sir Ulrich von Lichtenstein. <laughs> yeah. And he's, like, hyping up uh, the Heath Ledger's character. But um, in the in the first one, when he's at the company, and he's, like, doing that super corny 50s acting, he's like, hey, uh, what do we do here at this company? And, like, that whole conversation yeah. they're having was kind of fun. But... I am certainly not a machine. I am a carbon-based life form. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That kind of stuff was super yeah. cool. So I'm I'm super excited for where it goes. I really hope uh, what when we're recording this tomorrow is episode three, so we'll we'll talk about it. I feel like it sucks to put out a podcast late Thursday night talking about last week's episode when the new one comes out tomorrow, and most people might listen to this after they see the new episode. Yeah, but. yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. It I, is I'm, what it is. I'm curious. We can uh, we can wrap it up because it is getting late. But yeah. I, I'm uh, I'm really curious as to how because they did a good job in the trailer of showing a lot of action. Yeah, but showing nothing of the characters in the action. Yes, like explosions and some like things moving. Dark, modern like day military stuff. Like vehicles. Yeah, military vehicles at night. The only thing that I recall seeing was the FBI. Uh, what's his name? from uh, jimmy Wasp. jimmy chu no his character's name i don't remember his character agent name. agent something uh, him yeah was a very prominent slice of of uh screen time in the trailer yes and then there's one other person i forget who uh the chick from thor one and two yes yeah the uh the assistant yeah uh darcy i think her name is in the in the movies yes yes um, and she's involved that's just that's the big twist because if she's involved science science dimensions <laughs> realities yeah. like and, oh, access then, to different god different there's still worlds. A, a couple things we haven't talked about what because we got so off topic but so um in captain marvel her like flight partner uh, uh monica rambo her daughter 
mm-hmm. uh, like the young girl in Captain Marvel. That took place in the 90s, and she's like an adult now. She's the the black woman who shows up in episode two. Really? That is her, Captain Marvel's best friend's daughter. Who She's that much older already? Yeah. She's in her 30s. Maybe late 30s. Yeah. She's in like 1992. She was like a 10-year-old. In 2022, she would be a 40-year-old. The 90s were a long time ago now. Are you still doing math in your head? Like, what's going no, on? No, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> that's her. I don't know what to tell you, but that's her. Okay, that is cool. who that character is. And then um, the other thing that we haven't really talked about is the um, the TV. When it pulls back at the end of the first episode and you see that someone is watching this weird yes. reality on a TV show. Yes. And like the binder nearby and like you see a person's hands and then they close the binder and there's like a logo on yeah. the binder. That's the logo of S.W.O.R.D., which is like the alternative to shield, shield, which is what the spaceship that Nick Fury was on in the post credits of Spider-Man far from home with all the, um, scroll. He's like, all right, let's get to work. And he's like doing that, like weird vacation VR thing. That's the sword headquarters spaceship. So with that tease, that sword is coming. And now we know that this person who's watching Wanda or the TV show or whatever is part of sword which i don't really know what that means oh and then the the beekeeper that comes out of the sewer i think that's someone from sword trying to get into this reality sneaking into the reality through the sewer as a beekeeper late for at some night. reason late, late at night yeah um which somebody also pointed out and i did not put this together but it seems very intentional that sewer drain that he comes out of was not there early in the episode. There is a shot where they showed that part of the street right in front of their house. Oh, and there's no sewer point. drain. There's and then no there is drain. later. Um, so that that's very interesting. So there's like this whole, Wanda, Wanda, can you hear us? What are they? Who's doing this to you? And then somebody shows up and she's like, no. And she reverses time to like undo that. And then all the people on the outside, I think they're like scientists and something's happening. Wanda's stuck we need to get in there and save her, which is just, I can't wait to so see where it goes. They're doing a good job of keeping it suspenseful. Yeah, they're doing little, but like, God, I had to watch two hours of that to get the guy in the beekeeper suit and the sword logo. That's the other thing I'm finding out with this show. You have to pay attention to the details. Yeah. There's yeah, so exactly. many small little things to have to focus the, on. Yeah, the little Hydra logo on the watch. and the, Yeah, like I didn't notice that at first. Yeah. And then I was like, what kind of watch are they showing? Because this is such a close-up. Like, did they get a sponsorship deal? And I, I saw the Hydra logo, and I saw it say Hydra, and I just went, "No." Yeah. And then the uh, he thought it was a literal sponsorship deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, Make money, baby. I yeah, buy the new Rolex hu- watch. It's a fucking Hublot. Who knows? Cheapel. Like. <laughs> um. Oh, and then the the little red helicopter she finds in her yard has yes. the sword logo on it. I did? Yes. I didn't even notice that. So it could be something like sword. There could be a sword helicopter in the real world that somehow whoop, like got sucked into this reality somehow. Or maybe she saw it like she's in and out of consciousness and she saw the sword helicopter and then that made its way into her 
dream or something. I'm I'm really excited for where it goes. I just hope it gets there faster. <laughs> and like I'm bummed that probably the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s episodes are going to have less and less of that style of TV because they're going to have more and more of the real world. Yes. I wish we got less garbage 50s and 60s TV show <laughs> and more 70s, 80s, 90s because that's my jam and I think that's most of the MCU fandom's jams. Yeah, because most of the MCU's fans are young. But people love it. It's it's so far I think still the highest rated MCU property on Rotten Tomatoes. has a 97 well, it's on It's also, Tomatoes. you have to keep in mind, it's so unique. It's so unique and I'm not trying to shit on it. I think I've no, you tried to make it, it very clear shit that on it. it's fine. what it's doing is really good. It's really good and it's really unique and it's out there and I think it's so cool that they did it. I just don't like the style of the first two episodes and I couldn't get over that. So I, I, I encourage everybody to do more shit like this. Even if I don't like it, yeah. there will be things that I do like that are like so out there but right up my alley. So I want to encourage that. And I what they are doing is really good. It's just not something that I like that they're doing. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, I mean, I'm really excited it, to watch it. I, I, I said this to my girlfriend where we watched it, and I just said, "Like, I know it was it wasn't intentional, but the break the MCU had from yeah mainstream was super good. Almost two years. It was a good, almost a good choice that they delayed it. Yeah. And now it's like, oh hey, do you remember MCU? And it's yeah. Like this, it's like. This is so familiar. Like, yeah. I forgot how good this feels. <laughs> the new like MCU title crawl at the beginning. Yes. Like, we have dun, a phase four. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. With like new shots, like those little shots dun, that dun, they dun, show. Dun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. And, and just, it felt so familiar. Yeah. I literally like, I got a smile on my face watching that. And I think I said like, oh, we're back baby. Yeah. Or something like that. My girlfriend's like, oh, God, <laughs> why do I date you? <laughs> is she not an MCU fan? No, she is. It's just I'm such a fan. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> that's, uh, cool. that's like my girlfriend with uh, Star Wars, and, like with me and Star Wars. I was literally going to say she's the same way with Star Wars. Like she likes Star Wars, but she doesn't get why I like it so much. Oh, gosh. Like when I hear like the, like just the opening scene. Yep. I just like the emotions. I, yeah. I just, I just can't. smile. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God, this is so great. Like I can't get over how great this is. Yeah. Let's um, wrap this up. Sorry for having a short episode last week. <laughs> Hopefully this makes up for it. And then we crushed you this week. Yeah, crushed. Yeah. All right. Well, um, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Healthy tummies. Sound check. Healthy no tummies. Stomach ache today. Healthy tummies. Healthy stomachs. Good gut flora. Good gut flora. Great gastro movements Just a today. banana in here. Just great gastro vibes. Gastro banana vibes. Yeah, right. Where does what do you when you hear gastro pub? What do you think of? Uh, like uh, uh, UK. <laughs> you think UK, of the UK? UK adjacent, like England, Ireland. 
Scotland. What is that? What what the fuck does gastropub even mean? We'll look it up. Okay, okay. We'll start the show with the answer. I got it. I got it. <laughs> 